Well, I, I know we just got through prayer request, um, but before we did the prayer request, I asked you all to kind of uh, maybe think of you know, some spiritual gifts. Um, and of course, wh- where we're going to be looking today is uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, uh, and we'll be specifically in verses um, 1 through 11. So that's what we're going to be kind of looking at today or this morning. Uh, I'll tell you what, we'll get started. Do I have any, any volunteers that would like to read those 11 verses for me? It's 1 Corinthians, and again, it's chapter 12. One through, one through what? One through 11. Okay. Yep. Now, dear brothers and sisters, regarding your question about the spiritual abilities, special abilities the Spirit gives us, I don't want you to misunderstand this. You know that when we were still pagans, you were led astray and swept along in worshiping speechless idols. So I want you to know that no one speaking by the Spirit of God will curse Jesus. And no one can say, Jesus is Lord, except by the Holy Spirit. There are different kinds of spiritual gifts, but the same Spirit is the source of them all. There are different kinds of service, but we serve the same Lord. God works in different ways, but it is the same God who does the work in all of us. A special gift, a spiritual gift, is given to each of us so we can help each other. To one person, the Spirit gives the ability to give wise advice. To another, the same Spirit gives a message of special knowledge. The same Spirit gives faith to another. I'm sorry, the same Spirit gives great faith to another and to someone else. The one Spirit gives the gift of healing. He gives one person the power to perform miracles and another the ability to prophecy. He gives someone else the ability to discern whether a message is from the Spirit of God or from another spirit. Still another person is given the ability to speak in unknown languages, while another is given the ability to interpret what is being said. The one and only Spirit who distributes all these gifts, He alone decides which gift each person should have. I wanted to read just a little note in my Bible here, and if any any of you all have a notes, feel free to, to read that as well. But it says, uh, each of us is given a special gift from God for the purpose of building up the church. When we put ourselves down and don't make use of our gifts, we are rejecting what God has given us. A vital aspect of our spiritual growth and development is to discover and use our spiritual gifts. We each have a part uh, to play in the body of Christ so that his people can be blessed and can bless others. So this is getting back to, you know, the, uh, you know, I think of the church or the body, right? The body of Christ as whole and how each and every one of us uh, can contribute. And we have a gift, you know, that's been a blessing and has been given God. And, um, 
I always like that little song, this little light of mine, right? I'm going to let it shine. Well, I think our gift, to be honest with you, is like a little light. And, and we should let that shine. We shouldn't hide it. We shouldn't be ashamed of it. It should be something that you know, God has given us, God has blessed us with. And, uh, you know, share that, you know, with uh, your church and the community and, and the world for that matter, you know, type thing. Um, any of y'all have any comments on that or anything else to add or any notes in your Bible? Or? I think when Steve was reading the, the first, um, I guess, three verses there, you know, one thing that stood out to me there is, uh, well, a couple things. I, I guess it was kind of in, in verse three. Uh, Therefore, I want you to know that no one who's speaking by the Spirit of God says, Jesus be cursed. And no one can say Jesus is Lord except by and through the Holy Spirit, right? Uh, I think that was, uh, again, that wasn't really necessarily talking about spiritual gifts, but I think it was just a, a verse I wanted to kind of highlight or, or point out or what have you in there. Um, you know, it kind of went over some of the spiritual gifts here. You know, Steve had, had, re- had read, um, you know, of uh, wisdom, another message of knowledge, um, faith, uh, healing, Miraculous powers, prophecy, distinguishing, distinguishing, excuse me, between spirits, speaking in different tongues, and interpreting, you know, those tongues. Um, you know, these are all uh, gifts. I wanted to. I I kind of looked up a study, and I wanted to kind of go over some of this, and it it was kind of titled, and kind of brings me back to what we what I initially brought up, which was. The difference between a, a natural talent, you know, and a spiritual gift, uh, and there's there's four different things that you know one discuss. You know, it, it, as a Christian, we can receive you know different kinds of spiritual gifts and also talents. You know, for example, you know some of us might have the talent of being a good basketball player, athleticism, right, or a baseball player, or football, or whatever. We could be a, a Joe Burrow, right? You know, or, or whatever. I, I'm not. You know, I don't have an arm at all. You know, I can catch. <laughs> Although I'm, I don't know if I'm as good as Chase, but you know, I, I can catch a ball. Um, you know, we can be a, a good uh, actor or actress or whatever. You know, and have a talent like that. You know, or or a good singer. You know, it, I, I don't know what genre of music, whether it be a country singer or, or you know, bluegrass or rock and roll or, or whatever it may be. But, but that's that's also a, a natural, you know, talent or what have you. Um, sometimes uh, we have, you know, extraordinary wisdom uh, that we impart to other people, you know, about God and sometimes have good leadership in the church, which those would be kind of you know, going to the lines of spiritual gifts uh, God has given us, you know, after receiving his salvation. Uh, But what is the difference between a talent versus a spiritual gift? Does anyone have any any thoughts or any guesses or before we go into this? uh, Want to make any stabs at it? No, No right or wrong, you know.
you know, it, it, to be honest, it sounds very much alike, doesn't it, really, to be honest with you. It's kind of hard. I, I get it, too. And trust me, when I started reading this, I'm like, okay, I, that kind of makes sense, you know. Or well, sometimes, that's, I may be wrong. No, no, no. But, um, <laughs> no, I usually sometimes am. Sometimes you might have a talent, but then you have a spiritual gift on top of it to use it in a, in a good way. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely, definitely. Uh, no, I, I agree with you on that. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you 100%. Um, so let's compare both blessings from God. So they, they both are blessings, whether it be a natural talent or whether it be a spiritual gift. Um, and and uh, contrast to see the difference between the natural talents and spiritual gift. Uh, so let's go. The first one is spiritual gifts are received while talents are inherited. Okay, so it says one of the difference between a spiritual gift and a talent is that a spiritual gift are received while talent, natural talents are inherited. This means that a person inherits a talent from their mother or father, therefore having a kind of a genetic component to it. Uh, for example, a man inherits the father's talent in mathematics, and that is why he also becomes a good mathematician. Another example is when a woman inherits her mother's singing voice, and that is why she's a good, good at singing. These are natural talents that are passed down from generation to generation in the family. Spiritual gifts, on the other hand, are received by a person once they have received salvation. It is given from the hands of the Holy Spirit according to the will of the Father. We were reminded by this in 1 Corinthians 12 and 7 through 11. Does, does someone want to reread that real quick? I, I know we just did it, but seven, just specifically those four, four or five verses, 7 through 11. Now to each one of the, man of the, the, now to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. To one is given through the Spirit the message of wisdom, to another the message of knowledge by means of the, of the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, gifts of healing by that one Spirit. To another, miraculous powers. To another, prophecy. To another, distinguishing between spirits. To another, speaking in different kinds of tongues. And to still another, the interpretation of tongues. All these are the work of one and the same Spirit. And he gives them to each one just as he determines. Thanks, Dave. You, you know, I think, and, and I might get into this a little further, but I, I so I might be getting ahead of myself some, but I think with a, a, a spiritual gift given by the Holy Spirit, Spirit, you can basically immediately be very talented at that, like, like that, you know, because it's God, right? I mean, it's coming from God. Uh, whereas a, a natural talent, you might have to put some, some practice into that. I don't think someone like Michael Jordan you know, I'm using as, as a basketball player, you know, let's face it, without the hours and hours and hours, I'm, I'm not saying he wasn't athletic, don't get me wrong at all, but without the hours and hours and hours of practice, you know, he would have never, you know, been as good as he was. But I think the gifts, uh, spiritual gifts, on the other hand, you could go from zero to a hundred like that type thing. I know pastors who studied and studied and studied and studied and I mean study you have a conversation with them and they can quote you you know literally chapter and verse and can speak you know very well about the Lord but they were never given the talent of public speaking and so therefore in the pulpit you know they're hesitant balking you know 
felt uncomfortable. And, you know, you switch that with somebody like LD, you know, he, he kind of had it all. You know, he, he could get up there and he could speak very comfortably. And, you know, he knew the word and everything. So I think you, you can, without that special talent, you know, it's, it'd be much harder to do. Oh, I'm man. sure these, these guys, I'm sure they had, you know, talents in other areas. Uh, you know, just, you know. Someone was telling me, Steve, maybe it was you, I think it was last Sunday, but they said they knew someone that, um, and, and I feel like I can say this because believe it or not, I had, uh, I stuttered when I was a kid, big time. And I think what it was that I, I had 50 things in my brain and I wanted to tell you all 50 things at one time. And it's, trust me, it doesn't work. You only have one mouth and you can't say 50 things at one time. So it'd come out spitter sputter, you know, or whatever, or stuttering. And, uh, you know, I also, I couldn't pronounce a girl. I'd say gall and squirrel, squall, and purple, pawpaw, and, you know, a lot of things like that, you know. And I'm glad, glad to say I can, <laughs> I can actually pronounce those words now, right, you know. But the reason I bring that up is someone had told me that someone had some difficulties and uh, with stuttering, and I can certainly relate, you know, to that. But it seemed like when they would either one start singing, they could just sing like a canary and beautiful, not stuttering whatsoever. You know, what I'm saying not a stuttering problem, or maybe they would start, maybe even preaching, you know, type thing. It wouldn't have a problem in the world type thing and that is just uh well it's it's amazing right but it's it's definitely god right you know i mean something like that because it's uh it's it just yeah that that kind of stuff amazes me so uh, number two um uh, spiritual gifts are acquired by only the saved while talents are acquired by both the saved and unsaved so the second difference between a spiritual gift and a natural talent is that natural talents are acquired by both uh, the saved and unsaved, while spiritual talents are acquired only by those who receive salvation. Anyone with a family that has a talent for something can acquire such talent. On the other hand, the Spirit of God is the only source for spiritual gifts, and without accepting Jesus Christ and true salvation, a person cannot receive spiritual gifts. We were we are reminded by this. Could someone turn to Ephesians uh, chapter four and it's verses ten through twelve? <coughs> Give you a minute to turn there, and if I get a volunteer to want to read that go ahead and read that again it's ephesians chapter 4 and it's verses 10 through 12. he who descended is the one who also ascended far above all the heavens that he might fill all things and he gave the apostles the prophets the evangelists the shepherds and teachers to equip the saints for the work of ministry for building up the body of christ So he gave the spiritual gifts, saying to the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, pastors, teachers, equipping them, you know, for the work and service and for building up the body of Christ. 
unifying unifying the, the body of Christ. And again, we talked about those spiritual gifts, you know, wisdom of the word, knowledge of the word, gifts of healing, performing performing miracles, speaking, interpretation of tongues, apostleship, evangelism, pastoral care. Uh, these are just some of the spiritual gifts that a person can receive once they follow Christ. Any other discussion or comments on that before we move on to the next topic? I think one part here is to sum up you know, the, the spiritual gifts for, for building up the church and building the body of Christ, where the talent that can be used to reach people through, you know, to spread the gospel through the example, whatever. But at the same time, it can also be used to not build up the church. You know, it's entertainment. Right. You know, on the outside kind of thing. So I think it's a little bit of a distinction there that, that spiritual gifts are specifically the built body of Christ. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I agree. I mean, you you could be, uh, I guess, a good uh, you know person when it comes to uh, I don't know. Let's see, speaking. I guess, yeah, you know, uh, but that could be used for. And and I think Dave, you're going down a good track here. I think I'm getting ready to get to that point, but it's it's kind of the personal gain type thing, right? Versus you know building up the church and and type thing. So yeah, you're 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 on you're on track. You're 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 doing doing well. Um, any anything else or the next one is spiritual gifts are matured and surprising while talents are developed and kind of expected. So another difference between a spiritual gift and a talent is that, is that natural talent can be developed with continuous practice, which we had talked about with the Michael Jordan or, you know, Joe Burrow or whoever. Um, while a spiritual gift cannot and is given with a surprise. Spiritual gifts are always unexpected, and when a person receives it, they are already good at it right away, even if they have not trained for it. That is how powerful the Holy Spirit is in giving spiritual gifts. The Spirit gives spiritual blessings to the one who is mature enough to receive it. Would someone mind reading, I think we were just in Ephesians chapter 4, so stay there, but we're going to go a little further down to verses 14 through 16. So those three verses. I'm sorry, what did you uh, It's Ephesians chapter 4. Okay. And it's verses 14 through 16. tossed back and forth by the waves and blown here and there by every wind of teaching and by the cunning and craftiness of people and their deceitful scheme. Instead, speaking the truth in love, we will grow to become in every respect the mature body of him who is the head that is Christ. From him the whole body, joined and held together by every supporting ligament, grows and builds itself in love as each part does its work. 
Thanks, Clint. It, I mean, again, it's talking about the body, right? And the unity of that in each part. And and, I, and if we have time, I do want to get, delve further into chapter 12 in First First Corinthians, by the way. But we, depending on how far we go along here, we we're, might try to finish the chapter 12 out here. But I like how this is kind of tying that in to you know, the body of Christ and um, how each you know part is fitted together and held together and um, you know, each of us have a, a purpose and a, a gift, you know, and, and I think that when we're operating on all cylinders, so to speak, everyone is kind of using that gift, you know, that they've been given type thing. Okay, so because spiritual gifts are given by the Holy Spirit, it is understood that it is used for the common good and the work of the church. As you had said, Dave. On the other hand, natural talents can be used for personal achievements alone and not solely for the church of Christ. So a natural talent can be used both ways, but it could be just for personal achievement, is I think what you were mentioning. So you were getting ahead of the things, Dave, there. <laughs> All right, now this is important to point out. Both spiritual gifts, this is number four, and talents come from God okay they're both blessings from God whether it's a spiritual gift or it's a natural talent they both come from God so both spiritual gifts and natural talents are God-given this means that these are blessings that our Lord God has imparted in us God is our creator and it is through him that we receive different abilities we're reminded by this could someone read uh, Nehemiah chapter 9 and it's just verse six, one verse. You alone are the Lord. You have made heaven, the heaven of heavens with all their hosts, the earth and everything on it, the seas, and all that is in them, and you preserve them all. The host of heaven worships you. Thank you, James. And of course, Genesis 1.1, it says, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. Uh, because everything that we have is from God, we should exalt him and not lean on our own understanding, rather to him. So could someone also read uh, Romans chapter 3, or excuse me, chapter 12. Romans chapter 12, verses 3 through 8. Is that three through eight? Yes, please. For by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought. But rather think of yourself with sober judgment, and in accordance with the measure of faith God has given you, just as each of you has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same functions, so in Christ we who are we who are many form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. We have different gifts according to the grace given us. If a man's gift is prophesying, let him use it in proportion. Uh, to his faith. If it is serving, let him serve. If it is teaching, let him teach. And, it is, and if it is encouraging, let him encourage. 
if it is contributing to the needs of others, let him give generously. If it is leadership, let him govern diligently. If it is showing mercy, let him do it cheerfully. Thanks, Dave. So, you know, last week we talked a little bit of uh, fruit of the spirit, right? Being love. And, uh, you know, one thing that I feel is complete opposite, right, of, of fruit of the spirit would be, you know, pride, right? Or, or And I, I know this here. God gives us all gifts. He gives us all, you know, talents, as we just said here. And, and I think sometimes depending on our gift or our talent we we may feel like well that just isn't as good or isn't as but we don't understand i mean and, and we're going to get into this hopefully we, we don't run out of time but think about that i mean i always talk about the little pinky toe right and how important that is but we don't really think about it because it's always covered up with a shoe right but if that my understanding if you don't have a pinky toe and I'm sorry if any of you all out there do not have a pinky toe. I'm not trying to. <laughs> I can't see them anyway. Okay, so yeah, your your secret is. But my understanding, serious, without a pinky toe, that is is really helps with balance. Is my understanding? Is it believe it or not? So um, I know we think, well, gosh, that's probably not that important. If I get it cut off with a lawnmower, right? It's not that big a deal. Well, you know, it it does help with balance. You know, there's a, you know. <laughs> We all can't be an eye, I think it says in, in the scriptures, or we all can't be an ear. We all can't, you know, uh, but we all have an important part and an important gift, important talents. So. And, uh, you know, we use those for the, for the Lord. So. so to kind of finish this, this section out, it says, what, what does this mean? Uh, the difference between spiritual gifts and natural talents is very obvious. Spiritual gifts are received are given only to those who are saved and are given in surprise and maturity and is used solely for the command of the church. While natural talents are inherited, can be received by those who are not saved as well and can be used even for selfish and personal gains. Nonetheless, despite the major difference, there is one similarity between the two and that is the fact that both are blessings from God, the creator of all things. anyone else have anything to add or to that or any thoughts or all right if not I think this is a good segue to go into um, or continue into, we're still at 1 Corinthians chapter 12. And we had ended off on verse 11. Now we're, the next verses, and that's 12 through the end of the chapter. I think it's through 30, 31. <clears throat> it's good. It's, it's discussing the unity and, and diversity in, in the body is a title so with someone let's let's just kind of read bits of this at first let's start out reading verses 12 through uh, 20 
of the body through one has many parts, but all its many parts form one body, so it is with Christ. For we were all baptized by one spirit, so as to form one body, whether Jews or Gentiles, slave or free, we were given into one spirit to drink. Even so, the body is not made up of one part, but of many. Now, if the flesh should say, because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body, it would not for that reason stop being part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I am not an eye, I do not belong to the body, it would not, it would for that reason stop being part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of hearing be? If the whole body were here, where would the sense of smell be? But in fact, God has placed the parts in the body, every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. If they were all one part, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, but one body. I like the very last verse. Many parts, but one body. So, you know, each of us play an important and crucial role in the body of Christ. No matter how little or small you feel that may be, please, please, please understand that each and every person plays an instrumental and integral, important part in the body of Christ. I can't stress that enough. I really can't. Um, You know, it's... We can't... We can't all be eyes, as it said. We all, all can't be ears. But trust me, how do those eyes and ears move from one place to another without feet or legs, right? Seriously, if, if there was no leg, right, or, or foot to an eye, you may feel like the eye is one of the most important parts, right, of the body. But it can't get, it. you know what, the only place it would see if that eye was here, would be here for the rest, for from now to eternity, you know, forever, right? Without feet or legs to carry it. So that, that's the, the one thing I just wanted to mention on that. Does anyone else have anything else to add or say? Or? If not, could someone uh, read or pick up verse 21? through 26, please. The eye can never say to the hand, I don't need you. The head can't say to the feet, I don't need you. How far do you want to read? Uh, 26, please. In fact, some parts of the body that seem weakest and least important are actually the most necessary. And the parts we regard as less honorable are those we clothe with the greatest care. So we carefully protect those parts that should not be seen. While the more honorable parts do not require this special care, so God has put the body together such that extra honor and care are given to those parts that have less dignity. This makes for harmony among the members so that all members care for each other. If one part suffers, all the parts suffer with it. And if one part is honored, all the parts are glad. Well, there you go. That said it way better than I could have. The Bible always does, though, right? I mean, it, it, it that that hit the nail on the head. That's what I was trying to say, but I was having difficulty saying. So, Steve, thank you. That was that pretty much sums it up. I can't I don't really have much to add. The only other thing I, I wanted to maybe say is is that in verse 26, 
when you read, if one part suffers, every part suffers with it. And if one part is honored, every part rejoices with it. So that's the, the unity, right, of the body of Christ. You know, if, if there's suffering in one, you know, th think about that with your own bodies. You know, if, you're, if your hip is really hurting you, right, or something, it, it causes you to kind of have maybe a bad day. I, I mean, it's just one part, right? But the whole, maybe your whole attitude and everything's like, oh gosh, I'm just so sore. You know what I'm saying? It hurts and that's all you can think about, you know? And so the whole body is kind of suffering with it, you know? Uh, but then there's that, those times maybe you feel great, right? And, and feel like you can run that marathon or whatever, 5K or whatever it may be, right? And, and uh, you know, the whole body is all uh, uh, in tune and a well-oiled machine, so to speak. And it's, you know, uh, and it rejoices all together, you know, type thing. Well, it's the same way with the, the body of Christ, with the church, you know, as well. Uh, we all... Uh, you know, I know when there's a there's a loss of a loved one, you know, with the body of Christ, we all suffer, we all feel that pain, you know, for that that church member, you know, with us. But when we find out also good news, right? Maybe a birth of a, of a baby or something like that, we all rejoice, you know, with with that member as well. Would someone mind reading or picking up um, twenty seven? And down to 31. Now you are the body of Christ and members individually. And God has appointed these in the church. First apostles, second prophets, third teachers, after that miracles, then gifts of healing, helps, administrations, varieties of tongues. Are all apostles, are all prophets, are all teachers, are all workers of miracles, do all have gifts of healings, do all speak with tongues, do all interpret, but earnestly desire the best gifts, and yet I show you a more excellent way. Thank you, James. So again, getting back to not all of us have the same gift. Um, let me read I had a note in here I wanted to read again on those verses that we just read kind of the 12 through 26 it says uh, when we become proud of our gifts and accomplishments we invariably end up uh, hurting ourselves and others. All of us are gifted in one way or another, and our gifts ultimately come from God. If we do not recognize this truth, uh, we will tend to take credit for our successes and flaunt them before others. When we have an accurate view of ourselves, we will give God the credit for the gifts He has given us and be thankful. And I was reading somewhere, and, and now I can't find it, but uh, and it kind of ties in what we were talking about last week. You know, these spiritual gifts are definitely important, but 
you know, let's love, right? You know, loving one of, you know, a lot of times folks say, hey, there's, I don't feel like I have a gift. I don't feel like I can really do anything. We all can show love, right? We all can give love. So in, in the love of Christ, you know, show that to him, to others. Well, I'm um, sorry. No, 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 please. About 15 years ago, when I said I would help, you know, lead singing until we got a song leader, <laughs> I didn't know anything about song leading. I always played the piano. Right. I had lessons for four or five years. But I didn't know anything about it, but I just, you know, God just kind of showed me the way, and I watch YouTube videos, <laughs> things like that, you know. It's all leading for dummies, you know. I don't know if it's such a book, but I tried to find it, you know. Right. And, uh, but the Lord, you know, worked it all out. You know? oh. And and Bobby Ingle, he, he said to me, well, I said, he said, well, you, I said, I can't do this. I said, I'm just gonna fill in until we get somebody. He goes, well, I never was a very good football player, but I was a pretty good coach. <laughs> And I kind of thought, well, maybe I can do, maybe I can do it then. Yeah, you know? yeah. And 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 God has used has, has used you know the, the people, you know, singing and playing and everything. And it's been, oh no, it's been a wonderful thing that's happened to me. Definitely, definitely. I I love that example, James. That's a very good example, and. Um, you know, I like the example of Bobby Ingalls you said gave you being a coach, right? Yeah. You know, being able to put the parts together and pieces yeah. together and and really come up with a, a great team and, and you know. Um, but, yeah, no, I thank you for sharing that, definitely. <clears throat> Mary? Sometimes we look at gifts and we build up one gift and there's other gifts that we ignore. And we've got people in here that can teach the Bible like you wouldn't believe. But sometimes we ignore them that they're in our Sunday school class or whatever, and they're teaching. But we don't recognize them. And that, that that's a big problem with churches. I mean, they go with one one gift and build it up, and that's it. Right. Yeah. I agree. No, no, and, and that's what. But but scriptures tell us they warn us right of that. You know, not to do that, and then we've got to try to refrain from that. And, and I think sometimes you know that can be, you know, unfortunately that that bad word pride, right? You know, or what have you uh, of different things. But um, no, I completely agree with you. I think every gift and talent has equal, you know, importance in the bot with the body of Christ. And um, like we were like, well, like the scripture said, and I think it was you that read it, Steve, and I couldn't say any better. um, You know, basically every gift is important, you know, and you can't, everyone can't be an eye, everyone can't, can't be an ear. And if you maybe think those are the most important, guess what, without the other parts of the body, it's enough. It, it's you know it it can it can an eyeball and I'm not trying to be weird, but all I could do is sit here and see. You know what I'm saying? And see this one area only, and it would not see anything else. That would be it. That'd be it. An ear. All it could do would be hear, and it could and if anyone came in this room, it could hear, but it couldn't hear anywhere else, anywhere else, because it wouldn't have feet or legs to carry it anywhere. So again, it, it's uh, I, Mary. I totally agree with what you're saying. I mean, it's they're all important, and uh, I I always tease. I'm like, hey, you know, any of you all that feel led 
to teach Sunday school, you are more than welcome, you know, to, to volunteer, you know, or what have you. Um, you know, John's not feeling good or what have you. So, uh, but I, I think that's about all that I have, unless anyone else ha- has anything else to add. Um, does anyone else have anything else to, to add? Well, I'm going to say this again, and I'm probably going to be be untruthful again, right? I, I, I think hopefully John is going to be back next week. And if you come again, you'll John will be bringing the lesson, so you won't have to listen to me. But I uh, enjoyed you all coming out, you know. And um, tell you, let's see. Uh, Steve, do you mind leading us in prayer or what have you? Thank you for this time to go to your word, to study your word. Thank you for the insights and, and the words that were spoken. We thank you for this beautiful day, dear Lord. We thank you for this beautiful land you've given us. Thank you for this wonderful building uh, in which we meet as your church. We ask that you're with Pastor today, dear Lord, that you bring uh, what it is that you feel he needs to share to us. We ask that you make it live in our lives this week, dear Lord. We ask all of this to the Lord to give you thanks in Jesus' name, and that you would have it. Amen. Amen.